Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, welcome to the summer. Are you having the time of your lives? Is the sun shining? Are you together? Are you sleeping a lot, resting a lot and enjoying one another? Or are you having those hot nights? Oh, when it's hot at night. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it, to sleep? But anyway. And you can't sleep on the duvet uh, or under the duvet. It's terrible. (laughs) But I'm sure it's brilliant. Lovely hot sunny days outdoors, uh, turning the hose on each other. Lots of fun. Welcome to episode five. five. Mm. Brilliant. It's great to be here. Have you remembered where we're coming from, where we're going and why we're doing it? Who am I? Who am I, Jam? You're Ed. I'm Jam. And it's brilliant to be back for episode five. I think we should crack straight on. Great. Here's the whip around question. What have you broken recently? Things break. What have you broken? And how did you feel about it? So... The other day, finally, a thing broke in our house, and it's kind of my fault. There was like a grill in front of an extractor fan thing, and I've been playing catch with my daughter a lot by it, and eventually it broke and came off. And it's now quite, there's like this dangerous fan that needs protecting. (laughs) Trying to find the right part on eBay. Is this going to fit? Are the screws going to come? Does it come with screws? I feel bad when I break my children. I don't literally break them in half, Mm. but there's a thing that happens when I get overexcited and I lift one of them up upside down and they bend the wrong way and it hurts them. I always feel terrible. (laughs) So what have you broken? Is it an extractor fan? Is it a child? Is it something else? Is it some lovely Lego creation that you made and turned around, knocked it over and it's all in a thousand pieces? What did you break and what happened next? Go. In this episode, we're looking at things that are broken when it's our fault. 
because we all break things. Sometimes they just literally break into pieces. It's our fault. We have to say sorry. But other times we break friendships. We say the wrong things. We just get it wrong. This episode, and we're not going to make it too sad because we're going to tell you how to fix it, is about the things that get broken and the things that get fixed. I have fun facts. They're two little stories, actually, about things that are lost and found. So that's going to be uh, come up in our reading in a moment. But before that, here's a story about a 55-year-old Thai fisherman called Jumrus. His daily wage was $13 a day. Ask your parents, that's not enough. Not even in Thailand. One day in 2019, he found a yellow lump of something waxy called ambergris. It's basically whale vomit on the beach. It looks gross. It is gross. But it's very, very valuable in the perfume industry. They call it floating gold. It's something that you put into perfume that makes it special and brilliant and amazing. Perfume is made from whale vomit. Yes, just bear that in mind next time that you ask for <laughs> perfume, mums. But anyway, Jumrus wasn't quite sure if it was valuable or not, or just something completely gross. So he put the lump in his shed for a year and forgot about it. But eventually, he called in an expert and they said, yep, yeah, that is ambergris. And it was valued at $320,000. Wow. So that's 80 years worth of him earning $13 a day. And do you know what he said? Now that I know it is real well vomit, I will sell it. Now, that's not a sentence you expected to hear when this podcast began, did you, Ed? <laughs> I, Jam, I just never thought I'd hear about Jumrus and his incredibly expensive whale vomit today. There we go. Here's the second story. And this is about looking for something that's lost. And in the story coming up, there's a father who's looking for something that's lost. Two treasure hunters called Reg and Richard, brilliant name for treasure hunters. They were sure there was a stash of ancient treasure in a farmer's field on the island of Jersey in the Channel Islands. That's sort of halfway between England and So what and are they searching for, Jam? So he, they thought that there is a stash of old coins. Wow. Somewhere in this field. But the farmer who owned the field thought it was kind of a load of rubbish. And he only let them search his field one day a year, the day after he'd harvested his crops. So for every year, for one day, they went back for more than 30 years looking for coins and they never found anything. Until 2012, where they dug up a coin, and then another coin, and then a mass of coins, six feet long's worth of coins. It weighed about 1,500 pounds. That's the weight of a cow. 68,000 coins thought to have been buried 2,000 years ago to protect the coins from invading Romans from stealing them and from everyone else. And it worked very well because the coins were lost for 2,000 years. And when they were dug up, they were worth 10 million pounds. That's a cool story about going looking for something one day a year for 30 years and eventually finding it. Jam, I find myself thinking what I often do at this moment, which is, you must be making this up. <laughs> no, no, that's from the Reader's Digest. Both stories are from the Reader's Digest, a, uh, a reliable source of news and anecdotes. I feel like Jumrus, Reg and Richard have transformed our day. <laughs> they certainly have. Thank you so much, Jam. Lost and found. It is the perfect link to today's story. Jam, we're now going to look at the Bible at Luke chapter 15. It's a story we know well, 
And when we come across a story we know well in the Bible, we just have to listen out for something new, something we can learn that we've never noticed before. Here we go. Then Jesus said, A man had two sons. The younger son said to his father, Give me my share of the property. So the father divided the property between his two sons. Then the younger son gathered up all that was his and left. He travelled far away to another country. There he wasted his money in foolish living. He spent everything that he had. Soon after that, the land became very dry and there was no rain. There was not enough food to eat anywhere in the country. The son was hungry and needed money. So he got a job with one of the citizens there. The man sent the son into the fields to feed pigs. The son was so hungry that he was willing to eat the food the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. The son realised that he had been very foolish. He thought, All of my father's servants have plenty of food, but I am here almost dying with hunger. I will leave and return to my father. I'll say to him, Father, I have sinned against God and against you. I am not good enough to be called your son, but let me be like one of your servants. So the son left and went to his father. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. He felt sorry for his son. So the father ran to him and hugged him and kissed him. The son said, Father... I have sinned against God and against you. I am not good enough to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Hurry, bring the best clothes and put them on him. Also put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And get our fat calf and kill it. Then we can have a feast and celebrate. My son was dead, but now he is alive again. He was lost, but now he is found. So they began to celebrate. The older son was in the field. As he came closer to the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. So he called to one of the servants and asked, What does all this mean? The servant said, Your brother has come back. Your father killed the fat calf to eat because your brother came home safely. The older son was angry and would not go into the feast. So his father went out and begged him to come in. The son said to his father, I have served you like a slave for many years. I've always obeyed your commands, but you never even killed a young goat for me to have a feast with my friends. But your other son has wasted all your money on prostitutes. Then he comes home and you kill the fat calf for him. The father said to him, Son, you are always with me. All that I have is yours. We had to celebrate and be happy because your brother was dead, but now he is alive. He was lost, but now he is found. When did you last say sorry? I remember when I last said sorry. It's for the thing I often have to say sorry for. I get tired of knowing how I'm going to get it wrong again. As a child, I remember saying sorry when I broke things. I would hit balls through windows, I'd drop mirrors on hard floors, and I'd be clumsy with someone else's stuff. I remember the things I did wrong when no one ever found out about it. So I didn't say sorry. I stole things, I lied about things. I now feel sorry. 
You know what I notice? All of these memories happened in my family. Because our family, it's where the fight over the last biscuit happens, the shove after the accidental bump happens, the joke that hurts, the whinging about the meal, the discouraging comment, the words that say, I hate you, the stomping feet and the slammed door. Our families do see the best of us, but they also see the worst of us. We have to often say sorry in our families. Our families see us getting it wrong. Our families are where we find out who we are. We are not the people we wish we were. In families, we find God calling us to something better because he wants us in his family. Jesus told a story about a family. Two different sons. The younger brother He thought he was missing out by being at home where he belonged. He wanted the good things his father offered. He wanted his dad's money, but without his dad. So he left to try everything, to be the person he wanted to be. But he ended up empty and lonely, without money. He'd forgotten who he was. He'd forgotten he was the precious child of the father, dearly loved. The younger brother is a picture of some of us. We want every good thing God gives, but we don't want to thank him. We want everything our way. We want to decide without God. Is this like you? Getting into trouble, being told off, breaking the rules, just wanting to do it your way. That's the younger brother. Then there's the older brother, stayed at home, did the right things, thought he deserved the good things his father offered. He'd obeyed all the time. He'd expected rewards. He'd forgotten who he was. He was the precious child of the father, dearly loved. The older brother is a picture of some of us. We think we're doing so much right for God, but we don't really notice his love. We think we deserve his good things rather than being given them freely. Is this like you, doing the right things, wanting others to see you doing the right things, being told how well behaved you are and feeling so pleased with yourself? But then there's the forgiving father. The father is the hero in the story. The father is a picture of God. While the sons forget who they are, Where they belong, the Father just keeps loving them, waiting for them with open arms to forgive and welcome them home. He waited for the younger brother to discover that being with him is better than anything else. And he stood beside the older brother, waiting for him to discover that being part of his family is a free gift, not earned by doing the right thing. There's nothing that can't be forgiven by the Father. Our Father in heaven is the one who made us. We heard that. Our Father in heaven is the one who loves us. And because of Jesus, our Father in heaven is the one who welcomes us home, into his arms where we belong. Whether we're like the younger brother or the older brother, or we're not like either of them, we can be loved and forgiven. A Christian is someone who knows they are a child of God, forgiven and loved. This is who we are. This is who we can be. I'm going to pray.
Dear Father, I thank you that you're like the Father in this story. I thank you, Father, that your love is freely given, that whatever we have done and wherever we have been, we can be forgiven and welcomed home. I thank you, Father, that we belong in your arms. I thank you, Father, that whether whether we always get it wrong or we always feel like we're getting it right, we can come back to you and be loved freely. Help us to understand these things, Father, because they're hard. Amen. Amen. Lots to talk about in Ed's Got Questions. If you're under five, who loves you just like the father in the story? Fives to sevens, how did the younger brother mess up? Eights to elevens, it's tricky. How did the older brother mess up? And over elevens, when people are asked if they're Christians... Sometimes they reply, I'm trying. How does this story help them to think again about their answer? Seize the moment, have a chat about it now, or do it at the end. But whatever you do, make sure you have a chat. If you want to do it now, press pause. We're going to carry on because we're going to have a sketch now and we go over live to the commentary team, who sound nothing like Ed and I, by the way, (laughs) where the prodigal son is about to return home. Welcome back. You join us as the father is out in the field looking for his son. Again, still hoping for his return. Day four, six, seven. Not many spectators still here. Who can blame them? Is this going to be the happy day for the father, Gary? The son left with half the inheritance and squandered it all on wild living. That's a big call. And it didn't pay off and you've got to think there's no way back from that. All the signs are bad, Gary, but this father is not like any other. He's not giving up on him coming back. And look at the other son there. Face like thunder. He means business. He really does. If looks could kill, we'd all be dead. But wait, something's happening. The crowd sent something. They're starting to come back. The father's seen something on the horizon. Is it his son? Is it going to be a two reunion? And oh! Not this time. It's just a sheep in a thicket. False alarm for the father. Disappointment for the home team, but he's not done yet. Amazing, really. When you consider how the son left, turning up to his dad's office saying, give me my share of the property, that's some transfer request. And even more shockingly, the father's let him go. Hang on. The father's off. The father's seen something. He's really moving. In fact, is he? Yes, 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 he is. He's running. He's running. Have you ever seen anything like this, Gary? Never. And he's not a runner. He doesn't care. He's lifting up his tunic and pumping those legs. Watch him go. Through brambles and hedges, he's turning back the years, desperate to be reunited with his precious forgiven son. And he's cleared the fence. And another. He's gone straight past the cattle. They had no response. And they're hugging! Oh, that's a great hug. Straight in classic. If there are any children watching, that is a textbook father's hug. The older son looks on, unmoved. The father's pleading with him to get in on the hug. But he's not having... In fact, the son's having words and... Oh, oh, it's looking ugly. He's walked! Oh, and he will take no further part in proceedings. Oh, early bath for him. 
but he's not going to ruin the party for Further and Son. No one who saw this will forget what happened here today. An incredible story for the grandkids. And there'll be a big party tonight, I can tell you that, Gary. Right now, I would not want to be the fatted calf. Mm. Have you ever seen anything like that? And it's back to the studio. Can you think of anything better than a song about forgiveness by Orson Cutlery? Nothing, Jam. Nothing is better than that. Here we go. Have you been to see the doctor? Feeling fully fine. They say, why did you come here? It's a waste of time. But there is a doctor we all need to see. Jesus Christ is calling, come and follow me. Dr. Jesus will see you now, he gives a brand new start. Not just for the things on show, he sees inside our hearts. Dr. Jesus will help you now, forgiveness is the fix. Why does Jesus eat with them, people we despise? But the doctor ordered that they would belong. God's kingdom is for those who know they've done wrong. Dr. Jesus will see you now, he gives a brand new start. Mary and Martha Brooks have been in touch and they have four names for the identical quadruplets of armadillos. That won't make any sense if you haven't listened to a previous episode. But their names are Lily, Billy, Millie and Tilly. Brilliant. Thank you very much to the Brookses. And you can send us an email, podcast at faithinkids.org, about what you're enjoying about the show. And maybe you've got your own names of quadruplets for armadillos. Who doesn't? Ed, I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> it are. might be the sketch it's really taken out of me. Jam, we have put our all into that episode. We really have. I am loved and I am forgiven. Amazing things to be thinking about. Have a chat about them afterwards. So important. Please join us again for episode six. Whether your summer holiday is finished, finishing, or you're not even starting, we'd love to be with you again, for we are not alone. Speak to you next time. Cheerio. Bye-bye. If you're under five, who loves you just like the father in the story? Fives to sevens, how did the younger brother mess up? Eights to elevens, it's tricky. How did the older brother mess up? And over elevens, when people are asked if they're Christians, sometimes they reply, 
I'm trying. How does this story help them to think again about their answer? Mm-hmm.